And I am Ben. And this is Where Have You Been, a podcast about movies and friends who haven't seen them. It's definitely not a shame fest. We are not looking <laughs> to make fun of our good friend Ben or friends out there who have not seen movies. We just want to share those movies and talk about them. Yes, it's more like an enlightening, really. Yeah. So. It's like the, the rays of sunshine are illuminating you <laughs> as you sit in front of your TV and watch a movie. And that movie today is going to be the action flick Speed, starring Keanu yes. Reeves and Sandra Bullock. So, first off, we like to start off the episode with Ben guessing a little bit on some things uh, in the movie based off of the trailer, or just things he might have heard or thought he knew. And some of the ones we came up with, uh, we're going to go through in this segment called How'd You Do? So, mm-hmm. I actually feel like you went pretty well. You did pretty well for this one. I did. Um, well, okay. <laughs> well, like the the premise of the movie is pretty simple that i i'm like okay bus doesn't stop if it does stop people die i get it boom yes the trailer you know it's tough watching the older trailers because i feel like they just give away so much i don't know if we're just spoiled now but <laughs> i think i stopped this trailer halfway through Plus watching, I was like, we can't watch anymore. You're going to see the whole damn movie. That's the thing. That's the thing. These older movies have three-minute trailers while the movies are only an hour and a half long. Now we have one-minute trailers, 30-minute teasers for like a three-hour long movie. So Yes. Just yeah. uh, times are changing. <laughs> uh, so with it being an action movie, we had the kill count, right? Mm-hmm. Um, ben guessed 10 people would die. Yeah. Uh, it was 13. Now, I want to make an argument yes. that in the one scene where the SWAT team dies with Jeff Daniels and all that, uh, I'd like to say that I don't think all of them died. Some of them were outside of the house, and I think they survived. Okay, so I think technically, I think 10 is probably correct. I'm going to just say I called it, okay? I, I'll give it to you, yes. Uh, <laughs> as I kind of was watching, I was like, wow, like, I guess who's the official source on this? IMDB? I mean, is it is it that official? Kind of. I think it's pretty official. Um, but we for sure saw a couple people. We saw the security guy at the very beginning of the film. Mm-hmm. Shout just, out him, by the way, just catching, I can't remember if it was a knife or a screwdriver, but right in the ear by Dennis Right Harper, there, yeah. Just doing his job. Uh, and then I love at the very end of the elevator sequence, it's like, we we did it. We got out. Everyone survived. It was like, wait a second. <laughs> what about the, the one security dude. guard? Like, is he still down there? <laughs> Like, his poor wife is like, where's Todd? I mean, okay. I don't know. It was... She just calls up the place, and she's like, is Todd home? And they're yeah. like, who's Todd? And like, I'm like, is he... he's worked there for like 30 years. So you know who Todd is? It's rough. Rough times. Um, <laughs> we had Bob, the bus driver, uh, at the very beginning of the whole bus oh. sequence. He died. Uh, Helen, the kind of crazy-looking lady who tried to jump off the bus, and, you know, she got blown Wait, up and run over, which... Is, Jesus. is Bob the bus is Bob the bus driver? Is that the guy that just got shot? No, that was the bus driver who's friends with Keanu Reeves. Oh, um, yeah. Okay. Who, who got blown up just to like send the message? Um, okay. Then we had poor Harry. Um, mm-hmm. Rest in peace. Uh, his SWAT cop buddies. We don't know any of them or the exact number, but hey, whatever. Uh, the train <laughs> driver. Um, oh, at the very right. end, and then mm-hmm. obviously um, Dennis Hopper's character Payne. Yeah. Uh, yeah. guys as well uh then we had ben guess the plot which again was quite simple yeah yep. keanu reeves no brakes on a bus and dennis hopper um, <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have the we had the no brakes part um but we did have the bomb uh and we had keanu and dennis uh leaving out sandra bullock um <laughs> that was I the one guess everyone was crushed on you can make an argument she's probably the most famous person in the movie Maybe not. I don't know. It's a different trajectory of both of them. I feel like mm-hmm. is if we did a Venn diagram of movie fans, mm-hmm. people who love Keanu movies, do they also love Sandra Bullock movies and vice versa, right? There's like some slight crossovers, right? Keanu's been in a couple weird, you know, romantic-y movies. Um, right. Sandra Bullock has been in Gravity, you know, which is a you know, really good kind of action film. But it seems like mm-hmm. they kind of live in their separate universes. 
So I don't blame you for, you know, focusing on Keanu. His face is <laughs> gigantic on the uh, the poster. <laughs> it's half the cover. It's yes. half the cover. <laughs> um, yeah. So the plot. I mean, if you've never seen it before, what the hell are you listening to this uh, podcast about? But yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> spoilers. Keanu, yeah. Ke- spoilers. Keanu plays Jack, <laughs> uh, a guy who thwarts a bomber uh, and then uh, falls into a trap on a bus. The bus can't uh, go below 50 miles per hour once it goes above 50 miles per hour. Sandra Bullock is just a random passenger who ends up driving the bus after the first bus driver is shot. So there's a little convolution there. Um, It's basically Die Hard on a Bus. um, Yeah. Which, if you look at any action movie from these time periods, they all were like Die Hard on something. (laughs) uh, Which is a big reason why a lot of people were pessimistic about the movie at first. A lot of people didn't want to be in it, but that is the basic plot. Pretty simple. And then we always like to ask, like, what would uh, Ben have thought when if he would have seen this when he first came out now this is awkward and that ben would have been six years old um <laughs> i don't know but how the we... hell you got into the movie theater but you made it you made a wrong turn trying to you know watch space jam or something and yeah, here exactly. you are. <laughs> see my dad he took me into the wrong theater anyway if if six-year-old ben got a hold of this movie i think his little mind would be blown like he wouldn't know how to feel because i feel like uh, Ben, little Ben was very sheltered. And I think I mentioned this and I'm probably going to keep mentioning this. Hence why I haven't watched too many movies. Uh, and I feel like the action, the exaggeration of everything would have just blown his little six year old mind. So I think he still would have enjoyed it. And he probably would have been like, Oh, I hope I can do that someday. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. did you, were you a bus taker to school or did you walk or get dropped off? I, I was a bus taker. So maybe, you know, you'd have been, like, just thinking crazy stuff on the bus. Like, oh, my God, right. could this bus make a jump? Could it, could it have jumped over the home bridge if it needed to, you know? Like, if it needed to. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> the Nerd Corner. Moving on to the next segment, Nate, uh, Nerd Corner. like to just kind of go through some stats, some random stuff about the film. Uh, IMDb gives it a 7.2. Which is pretty on par, I think, for just a good solid movie. If I see That's that score, good. I'm like, yeah, I'll watch this. Had a yeah, budget yeah. of thirty million dollars, um, which is quite a bit for a movie back then. They stretched it in a lot of creative ways. We'll get to a little bit later, uh, but it <laughs> grossed three hundred and fifty million dollars worldwide, um, which is humongous. Uh, That's I'm good. Not, I'm terrible at math. We're not going to do adjusted for inflation, but <laughs> trust us, that is a lot of cheese. A lot of money. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so successful that it spawned a sequel uh, called Speed 2 Cruise Control. And before you think it is about, you know, a mom in a minivan on cruise control, it involves a cruise ship liner, which if you think a bus is slow, I don't know how they <laughs> thought this was a good idea. Uh, Sandra Bullock, you know, she was like, hey, cut the check. I will do it. Keanu said no. And so some <laughs> no-namer um, joined him. The bad guy was William Defoe. I remember seeing it when I first... Um, when it first came out, and it was bad. It was real bad. I don't remember much about it. IMDb gives it a, a 3.0 rating. Don't let don't which... let this boat get under 12 miles an hour, <laughs> or everyone's gonna die. Yes, I mean, I don't think there's much else to say. Don't see Speed <laughs> Two. Um, other random things we saw or we learned about were uh, Sandra Bullock learned how to drive a real bus. Uh, she took the training, um, and she passed on her first try, even though Ooh. she did not really drive the bus much at all um, throughout <laughs> the film, uh, because the bus had two steering wheels. Uh, apparently, they had it set up where a stunt driver was on the roof of the bus, uh, oh. and he had his own steering wheel, and so he just drove from up top, and Sandra Bullock just you know pretended like she drove. I you know I didn't really pay attention to if there was a lot of that pantomiming you know when you see people in movies oh, yeah, driving like, cars and the we're all you oh, can't see us but we're making the very exaggerated oh, yeah. motions. <laughs> I forgot it's a podcast and um, you know I, what a cool way to do it. But she passed the test, so kudos to her. Um, the film was released one week before the the infamous OJ chase, uh, which you know when we were watching this film we kind of pointed out like that Bronco shot uh, driving on the freeway i didn't like even the make the same. connection oh, oh my man. god so now you know uh, i thought the funny joke i didn't know it was one week after oh, the movie yeah. was oh my god yep so uh the bronco overhead shot is like almost 
one for one. Um, Keanu's Bronco was a light blue. Uh, OJ's was a white, but it was it was very <laughs> jarring for me to see that. And be like, wow, dude, that is. Like, oh, did they rip that footage? Um, they know. <laughs> I guess just good timing. Uh, the yeah. movie had twelve different buses. Uh, we had two buses for exterior shots, two for interior, two that were blown up. <laughs> Two for hitting things was the quote. Uh, there was hitting one uh, jump bus, one bus uh, for the two wheel sequence when it makes the sharp turn. Oh my and god! Then one bus that was raised uh, that allowed Jack Keanu's character to go under, mm-hmm. uh, and then another with a platform in front to film the drivers. So a lot of buses. Wow. Um, you know, I, I guess they, yeah. they got their money's worth there. They did. Um, let's see what else. We had a young Joss Whedon. Uh, he was brought in to spice up the script. Um, and then went on to write Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Just what a legend. Everybody knows who he is. Um, <laughs> how did they film this movie, you might ask? It's in uh, set in Los Angeles on the freeway and roads, which if you know anything about Los Angeles, uh, it's incredibly crowded, jam-packed. Yeah. Uh, there's yeah. not a lot of room. But apparently they were finishing a freeway, the 105 freeway, and they had it all to themselves for eight weeks before it was finished. Um, and so it was like their playground if you pay close enough attention apparently you can notice that the construction on all sides there's like it changes in the background scenery uh, because the Mm -hmm. construction crews were continuing to do it they weren't going to pause and uh, you know not finish Um, they also had uh, 300 plus extras in vehicles that were driving around and I thought an interesting thing about how they cued this because how do you cue freeway scenes where there's cars hmm. all over the place? They apparently created their own radio station oh. and broadcast the signal um, to, you know, the cars waiting. So they would just have the radio uh-huh. tuned to that station and they would know when to drive. Yeah. Crazy wow. stuff. What a, smart, what a smart thing to do. Exactly. Uh, the last thing that was interesting to me anyways were uh, the casting what ifs. And wow, we have some doozies. Uh, originally... Ooh. The female lead was going to be none other than Ellen DeGeneres, um, hey. who, who we all know as the talk show icon. But before this, she's pretty serious kind of comedic comedic actress. Mm-hmm. Um, what a different movie uh, that would have been. Yeah, oh my god. Um, apparently they wanted it to be a comedy type character, uh, in which she would have been great. Yeah, uh, for sure. She would have killed it. Yeah, and then before Keanu signed, signed on, you had uh, Johnny Depp. And then also Stephen Baldwin uh, were considered for oh. the role. Uh, yeah, the, the bad Baldwin. Uh, Stephen actually turned it down. He said he thought it was too close to Die Hard. Um, and he didn't want to be taking part in that film, which, man, my guy, I guess Biodome script. That's was, it. I was uh, say what that's... else was he in? Was he in that? The, he was in the Flintstones movie, I think. I don't I even. Oh, yeah, he was. Was he Barney? Barney he was Barney, yes, right? he was Barney yeah. Rubble. Um, man, what could have been? Um, I also want to say before we leave this segment here that uh, if we could every week bring up Buffy the Vampire Slayer in one way, that'd be great. So far, Ooh. we're two for two. We so far, two we're two, two for two. I believe in us. <laughs> hey, we can maybe do it. Let's see what happens next time. <laughs> <laughs> what was your favorite part? Next segment is, you know, the most important part when you're you're talking with your friends about what's the favorite part. So, you know, Ben, this is your first time watching the film. I probably watched this a hundred times. Yes. Um, what are your favorite parts of the movie? Favorite part, right off the bat, the whole extra long credits in the beginning. Like you're just going down this elevator shaft, and every other every other floor, you're seeing a new person's name, and it's fucking fantastic. I love it. It's so good. <laughs> it. You know, I just think, are we spoiled nowadays? Where it's just movies. I, I feel like go right into it. It was a I solid so. three minutes. I timed it. It was. It was three minutes. It was just like, I was going to say, it's like, that's where you first start getting the over-exaggerations of everything that goes along with this movie. It's right here in the beginning credits, because like, what the hell? Why is this happening like this? (laughs) Just a slow elevator pan shot down all 47 floors. Yeah, yeah. The big, beautiful, Um, bold type, you know, and that good (laughs) score. I mean, it's, it's solid. It's on YouTube. You can check it out. Yeah, check it out. Check out the whole three-minute intro, or, you know, we apologize for wasting three minutes of your life. Either way. Yes. Um, another, uh, I think another great part is when the, uh, the elevator is now, uh, like, having a problem, and everyone's in there, and they're trapped and everything. Uh, we see our uh, protagonist flying into action, into action, literally. Like, his car, like, for some, it was an unnecessary jump to the scene where, like, him and his partner... 
just spray, they, like they literally jumped in this car. It's an unmarked police car. And I'm just like, are people like concerned that these people, I don't know. It was just fucking sick. I loved it. It was so good. It was a massive amount of air. Um, yeah. I, mean, I wrote down in my notes, like that car is destroyed. Um, yeah. They, they like took a, a hill almost. And you know, you kind of slow down. Maybe when you were younger, you like drove real fast over the train tracks. And you got like a no. little like, ooh, roller coaster. Oh yeah. Like yep. they just like went for it, man. And it was like, I imagine the tie rods broken, axle shattered. <laughs> like, I mean, it was worth it, but yes, right. <laughs> into action for sure oh man that car just like falling apart as you're getting to the scene it's just super good you get out you still look super badass it's oh yeah for sure um also anytime someone said pop quiz hot shot started off with jeff daniels and i thought that was a pretty cool thing but then dennis hopper's character uh just kind of took it for himself it was just like jeff daniels said it and then dennis hopper just took it from there um I also like that Jeff Daniels just got shot in the leg immediately because of the pop quiz hot shot uh, question that he had. Yes, um, tied together very well. <laughs> yes. Uh, and then also uh, Keanu Reeves' character, which is na- his name was like what? Jack. Jack. Uh, Jack. Uh, okay, tra- Jack. Was it Tracher? Tracher? Tracher. Treacher. Oh, my gosh. Traven. Traven. Okay, Traven, yes. We're professionals. We got it. We got it. When he steals the Jaguar, I thought that was kind of funny. Um because the character, I think the character, and I'll talk about this later, the character that's in the Jaguar also makes the scene that much better. Um, so I thought that was a pretty good part, too. And there's also another part uh, in the Jaguar stealing process that uh, makes me a little angry for the guy that owns the Jaguar. We'll get to that in a second. Yeah. Uh, another favorite part, the bus jump. I like to call it the ollie. The bus did a fucking ollie, okay? It was just like, I'm going to clear this 50-foot thing i'm a bus don't fuck with me it's pretty ridiculous i mean i remember watching this i think it was like a young teenager probably when i watched this yeah. movie um and even my young teenager brain was like wait a second that's not <laughs> hey. how jumps work um <laughs> and you know we'll litigate this a little bit more um mm. down into our, our questions segment but yes yeah the bus jump pretty epic um the one thing i did see about it was it wasn't even in the script um, oh. apparently the director was looking at all the construction around him and saw that part of it, the interchange wasn't completed. And he just was like, wouldn't it be cool if the bus had to jump something like that and convince <laughs> the studio to give him extra money to do it, which man, bless his heart. Um, we have the jump immortalized forever. It's oh, super good. Never that, let a good idea go to waste, right? It's an Ollie. It's it an Ollie. definitely an Ollie. <laughs> Um, I also loved the part where uh, Keanu Reeves, uh, Jack, sorry, Dra- Jack Trav- Traven, uh, was like, hey, record us for a minute so we can fool the evil dude. That is not a direct quote. Do not, uh, don't quote me on that, like I said. Uh, I just thought that was a really cool part. It was really smart. And I thought that was uh, very exciting. I, I, I got the chills, like, watching that part, like, oh, they're going to get away. It's going to be cool. Yeah. And then, of course, the big explosion when the bus hits the plane. Pretty unnecessary explosion, really. I mean, as we watched it, we were kind of like, wait a second. You know, this is after everybody leaves the plane and they just tie some rope around the steering wheel and they just, like, yeah. let it go. Which seems, yeah. like, incredibly irresponsible. You it think does. about <laughs> it. Like, they didn't even aim the bus first, like, off the runway. Like, I feel like every runway has, like, fields around it. Like, they could yeah, just, like, put safe. it towards a field. They kind of were just like, here it goes. And it, That's like, good. goes through an airplane hangar and doesn't hit anything. And then, of course... There is a giant airplane, and it has to hit it, and has to explode because it's the movie. biggest. It's the biggest airplane too. It's the biggest yes, airplane. It couldn't have been a little private jet, you know. It was it yeah. was the full mamajama. God. Oh my goodness. Um, I had a couple other ones. Uh, you mentioned the pop quiz hotshot man, like pantheon of action movie lines. Um, another one at the beginning, the elevator sequence, which I feel like the elevator sequence a little bit forgotten about it's a really good sequence the whole thing is really good the movie definitely isn't just the bus um Mm -hmm. but keanu has a line in there where a cop asks uh, anything else that'll keep this elevator from falling and he just says yeah the basement which is like damn just cold-blooded uh very like cool calculated (laughs) line which is like wow that's dark oh Um, yeah yeah i really liked um the chemistry of sandra and keanu um, mm-hmm. you know, it could have been awful. Uh, I think these parts a lot of times get really dangerous where it's just like the hot lady who like has to kind of be the partner, the sidekick 
and is there just to like fall in love and things get kind of mushy mushy with the the lead character um mm-hmm. but that really didn't happen too much um they just had like this good chemistry of like kind of like equals of like trying to support each other trying to help each other yeah. you know when when yeah. she hit the cans and she was freaking out Keanu was there for her when Keanu found mm-hmm. out his partner died you know mm-hmm. um she was there for him um I love the line in there where he's kind of talking about what's going on and and he says you know it's a game if it, if he gets the money he wins if the bus blows up he wins and then she asks you know what if you win and then it's tomorrow we'll play another and then she drops mm-hmm. the classic but I'm not available to drive tomorrow busy Ooh. like so good because she's clearly <laughs> like good. there's like that like oh I'm invested I'm with you we're partners here yep, um, yep. so that was really cool um I loved Dennis Hopper as a movie villain just yep. throwing 100 miles per hour um you know or is it 50 ha 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 he had great lines he had the great villain laugh too he was just this yeah. believable old freaky man with the no thumb you know I, I i was here for him great great job dennis hopper um i loved i mean it's just tough to put all the action sequences on the bus all together um there was so much like we mentioned earlier just goes boom 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 so fast mm-hmm. like a lot of them were yeah. really good um, I loved. I'm a. I just love action movies. So I loved the subway fight on the roof, um, yep. where there is a legit decapitation, um, <laughs> where <laughs> the man's head comes off. And I remember seeing it for the first time and being like, "Holy shit! I can't believe that just happened." Even today, I pr- was probably like watching at least like 50 times. Yeah, no. not today, but when we watched it, um, I still was like, <laughs> "Damn!" Like, like it was still. It was still 50 times a day, and yeah, every time yeah, you say Every Damn. time I just wake up and it's already playing. Um, what a badass move. Uh, I couldn't believe it. Um, and then, you know, the line, like, yeah, well, I'm taller. <laughs> just so cheesy. Uh, I'm yeah. here for it. Uh, he also comes down, and uh, Sandra's character, Annie, asks, where's pain? Uh, and he just says that he lost <laughs> his head. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> so Two good. Right, two right in a row. Two yep. right in a row. Uh, and then also uh, Jeff Daniels. I love Jeff Daniels in this movie. Yeah. And, and we'll yeah. talk more about him uh, later on. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's a great movie. Not a whole lot it's that I didn't movie. like. No. Uh, the one thing yeah. I don't say we didn't like, because any action movie you're going to suspend you know, disbelief a little bit. Uh, right. But, you know, we got to talk about the next segment, the, the Well Actually. Well, actually, according to my calculations, I think that would defy all laws of... Oh my god, shut up! Uh, are we sure on some of this stuff? Uh, there there was a shitload of things that were unrealistic. Like, I've, I've yes. said this a couple times already, it's just all over-exaggerated, and this movie hit it on the head as far as over-exaggerating everything. Yeah. Oh. Um, I want to start right away with the, you know, the, the elephant in the room, which is the bus jump. You know, you mentioned the Ollie... <laughs> All you need to do is type speed bus jump into YouTube yeah. and you will be bombarded. Got it. Every single person has done a video on this. Um, Mythbusters has a great episode as well. Uh, we're not going to, you know, re rehash the is it possible or not. Um, mm-hmm. Some of the interesting things I thought in that were, you know, this I uh, it went further than it was supposed to, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. They were kind of unsure, right? I mean, I can't really remember another bus jump scene in movie history, so this was probably the first of its kind. Um, mm. And uh, it went uh, 61 miles per hour when it hit the, um, the ramp. It went 109 feet. Uh, it took out a camera they had set up, thankfully, oh. an unmanned camera, uh, to catch okay. the shot. Right. Uh, and it just crushes it. Um, the stuntman, uh, was, was fine, except for he bit through his tongue. Uh, oh, they, they, it was like this elaborate harness that they created for him. So he wouldn't crush yeah. his spine on impact, which, yeah, Jesus, man, being a stuntman doesn't sound, that doesn't sound good, safe, but no. he just bit through his tongue. He forgot his mouth guard. Uh, oops, but Whoopsie I, I, guess, daisy. I guess at least he could still walk. Um, there's a scene of him leaving and he's high-fiving a guy. So, I mean, I bit through my tongue God. once. It sucks, but yeah, it, it's okay. Better than Ouch. a crushed spine. So yeah, no, um, the bus obviously was totally destroyed, answering mm-hmm. the question of could a bus actually continue to drive. Uh, all the tires were exploded. Uh, the underside was like just ripped to shreds. Uh, the axles mm-hmm. were broken. And this was a bus designed to make the jump. Um, and, you know, yet, is it realistic? Hell no. Does it matter? 
hell no. It was a no, great, a great, not. great fucking scene. I, I love it. I also want to say that the angle that the jump was, yeah, it's like they had to go up. They had to go up to clear it. And like, how do you? How were you do? No, yeah. just but either way, action movie. Let's keep it going. Yes. Um. I'll just uh, they nobody thought to check if <laughs> Dennis Hopper's character Payne actually died in the beginning, right? I yeah. Mean, he, he, you know, uh, uh, Jack shoots his partner. He's like, what the hell? Like, it worked. So, cool, yeah, shoot yeah. the hostage. We now know this works in any situation you've ever been. Yep, you know? so next time you're COVID. in a situation where... Yeah, don't you be afraid. To, shoot yeah. your friend. Shoot him. Uh, and, you know, <laughs> his character runs away, shuts the door, and then it explodes. And everyone's like, oh, he's dead. Like, well, that you know, took care of that. I have to think that there's something left behind, right? Like, there's got to be something, <laughs> a, a tooth. Maybe yeah, a like, piece of bone. We, we got DNA testing at this time, right? Like, no, I, you think I just, so? You think so? Yeah. So yeah, they just were like, "Yeah, well, damn, he has to be dead." Um, <laughs> but I guess the movie is a little shorter than. Um, physically, the bus man, it hits like a million things. Um, oh yeah. And one like it keeps going above fifty miles per hour as That's, it hits yeah. them. That was my whole thing. I couldn't like as soon as they started taking curves, as soon yes. as they started going the off ramp. If they hit other cars, anything like that, it didn't matter what was going on. That bus was still going fifty. I'm like, you get your shit out of here, okay? Yes. That's not the the off ramp scene to me is the most egregious because it goes on the off ramp yeah. and it literally on one side is clipping every car who's mm-hmm. they're they're parked too. They're not driving; they're parked, so they're stationary. Mm-hmm. And on the other side, it's hitting every single one of those yellow like arrow <laughs> signs, and it's just crushing yep. it. And one wheel is on pavement, the other is on grass, and it's still yep. going fifty, baby. No damage to the front, no shattered windshield. The thing is a freaking tank, and yeah. uh, I guess they just don't—they just don't make them like they used to. No, say they gotta, after so, they saw this movie, they're like, "All right, we gotta tone it down a little bit." Most people are gonna start going crazy and thinking about driving bus, keeping it over fifty, hitting everything. <laughs> um, let's see what else do we have. We have the ringing payphone. <laughs> kind of the the ultimate question, right? And I mean, yeah. for those listening today. A payphone is a public telephone <laughs> that pre-cell phone time you would put in a quarter or maybe 35 cents. I don't exactly remember. And you could make a call, right? And if you ever heard a ringing payphone, I remember once walking home from middle school and there was a payphone by this gas station. And it started ringing. And I was like totally freaked out. I was like, oh, my God. I didn't answer it. I chickened out. <laughs> um, you know, but. As a video game player, and you you play video games too, this is like Sucker City, right? This is the side quest, man. You hear the payphone ringing, and you're like, oh, side quest available. Keanu just saw a bus explode, man. He's got the main quest right in front of him. Eyes on the prize, Keanu. (laughs) I just think the payphone ring, just strange. I don't know. Well, that's the thing. I think, you know, like you said, it's a different time. People don't know what they are now, what payphones are now. But, like, back then, that might be a more common thing. Like, true. That's it. So, I mean, like, someone's answer, or payphone's ringing. You might, it might be something important. You might need to check it. Or maybe it's, like, an eagle-eyed situation where you're probably going to die if you answer the phone. I don't, oh, I don't know. What could it be? It's all Man, a mystery. An eagle-eye reference. What a great movie that is. <laughs> um, I haven't seen that movie either. Oh, my God. Really? <laughs> mm, future. Future, yeah, maybe. Um, oh, let's God. see. We've got uh, traffic being the number one big one to me. Um you know, oh yeah, every, the 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 stereotype obviously, LA traffic is is god awful. Um, can any car drive fifty miles per hour plus anywhere in Los Angeles? Uh, it doesn't seem likely, uh, but in the film, very sparsely uh, populated roads. Um, on the flip side of that too is you know there's a scene before the bus is going fifty where it is legit on the freeway, and I don't mean like it's on the oh on ramp and it's going, up, but it is legit. Just on the freeway, just going, and it's only going forty miles per hour. Forty. And, it was it was making me oh anxious watching that. I know. Like I just feel like I get triggered when you're going the speed limit. My man mm-hmm. is going like twenty five miles 20. per hour at least under the speed limit under. in the center lane too, the middle lane of the freeway. God, just, I I couldn't. I was like. Oh, I I couldn't do it. I could, I was getting like I said I was getting anxious. Yes. I was like getting mad for everybody around and this these this get these people going around the bus. I'm just like holy shit. I get it. It's... Um, we've got uh one of my favorite ones, and I you know I didn't really notice it until the last time when we watched, and I was really keeping an eye on this stuff. Like 
no one looking either way before they crossed into the street. Um, oh. We had the the lady with the cans. You know, the baby carriage famously gets hit. We think oh, it's yeah. the baby. Oh, my God. What oh, a great reveal God. in the movie. But the lady just, like, pushes the carriage out into oncoming yeah, traffic. There's no stop sign, no stop lights. Doesn't look. Just, dur, 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 here I go. You, know, you, had, you had time. You had time to look. I know oh, you did. Oh, my God. Uh, and then we also had a, a field trip with a very yep. negligent yep. teacher leading a whole class across an intersection. She was like, okay, kids, it's good, and just starts going, yep. and the bus is right there! I'm like, oh my god, oh, can't see that shit. Just get fired. Get fired, lady. Oh my god. <laughs> um, a fun little thing that you can kind of keep track of is Harry's leg. Harry is, you know, shot. He's the shoot-the-hostage person, uh, mm-hmm. Jeff Daniels' character. The limp switches in the film. If you pay close enough attention... <laughs> Um, you know, he is shot in his left leg initially, but his leg, whichever is injured, changes throughout the film, which whatever one he does the heavy limp with. If you want to get real technical, too, he goes on the raid uh, at the end of, or the three quarters of the way through the film, and yep. no limp at all there, but the man can hey, hardly uh, run or jog uh, in the police station. So just weird <laughs> things going on with Jeff Daniels' character in that film. Didn't even think about that. Uh, <laughs> Um, I, 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 my biggest question really, uh, is why the fuck did Keanu Reeves have to rip off the Jaguar door to jump on the bus? Like, do you think he needed the door off to jump on the bus? I need you to get fucked because like this motherfucker was jumping up and down an elevator shaft like the day before. And now you think this guy needs to, I just, like, I felt so bad about the guy, the the guy with the, that owns the Jaguar. Cause I'm like, you just ripped off this guy's door for no reason. It's such a what beautiful car too. I know, it was so nice, and then Keona Reeves showed up and fucked it up. He's held at gunpoint, steals <sighs> his car, rips off the, the the car door. We never even learned the guy's name. He's just yeah. called Toon Man, because that's his license plate. Fun fact, he is in <laughs> Speed 2. He does have a cameo there. Um, and uh, you just, yeah, I, you feel bad for him. The car, the car door scene cool looking but you could definitely argue unnecessary right like just Absolutely. put two man behind the wheel and you take the jump right yeah there you go it's like why don't you get in the back seat have the guy take the front seat and bam there you go you get on the bus exactly instead of ripping a car rip apart this guy's car also when he just gets on the bus how do you sort of start catching feelings when you potentially are going to die like the flirting started literally minutes after <laughs> Keanu Reeves jumped off the jumped on the bus like i'm not thinking about any sort of flirtation stuff when I'm about to die or something like that? No, nothing nothing like that. You don't know what the kind of situation you're in, but this guy's first thought was like, hey, pretty lady driving the bus, how you doing? And she's just like, ooh, that was kind of sexy that you jumped on this moving death machine right now. Very Ugh. true. You got to love the old Hollywood, Hollywood tropes, you know. We got to have the love interest <laughs> right away. Let's go. Let's do it. Got to make sure people understand that this is a thing that's going to happen. Uh-huh. All right. Now, the last thing I got is the SWAT team scoping out the spot where Dennis Hopper wanted the money to be dropped off. That's by that garbage can that's in the corner of the street, closer, I think it was close to the police station, I'm not quite sure. Um, Don't you think when they were dropping it off, they would have noticed the hole that was perfectly, that perfectly led into the hub subway? At the same time, if they didn't notice it, didn't they have like 10 snipers there waiting for them? So like, would they have noticed Hopper going underneath the garbage can with a hostage? Very true. Um, yeah. Another part of that too is they had a, a like a tracker beacon or something in the yeah. bag, and they didn't have it on. Right, like Jack has to <laughs> oh, run out and be right. like, "Turn on." He's like, "Why? It hasn't moved." It's like, "You idiot, dude! Why do you even have it if it's not on?" They're like, "Oh, it's leaving." Like, uh, oh, oh, it's, oh, it's moving. Oh no. Mm, yes. Sorry, guys. Very, very questionable. God. <laughs> so I mean, like I feel like with any action movie we're ever gonna watch. There, there's a million others we could we could have pointed out, but that's part of the, the joy of an action movie, a good action movie in my mind, is you yeah. kind of suspend disbelief. You're kind of like, you know what? I'm here for it. Keanu's in it. Sandra's in it. They're great. I'm vibing with this, and then here we go. We're off to the races, and it's just it. you can laugh at it. Yeah, it was. It's yeah, you can't laugh at it. It's super good. Yes. One, two, three. This is a sound check. A new segment that we didn't have last time called Sound Check, where we wanted to have Ben talk a little bit about. What are the big key points with sound in the movie? Okay, now this is a cool thing. This is kind of my area. I like this stuff. So, uh, if you want to really get down into feelings into a movie, sometimes you need a good score. And I think 
Mark Mancini. I think it's his name, Mark Mancini. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's the guy that uh, wrote the the score. I think he had some help too. Um, but also, fun fact, Mark Mancini. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Mark Mancina, which makes me think of John Cena because <laughs> I'm a wrestling guy. Anyways, that doesn't matter. Um, cool things about Mark Man- Mancina, though, is he also composed for Disney movie for Disney's. Uh, so he did like Moana, Tarzan, Brother Bear, and The Lion King. That's pretty cool. Uh, he also helped with the Bad Boys series, including the new one that just dropped. Uh, and that's also cool. Uh, for television, his most famous for uh, Criminal Minds. And he actually did one video game as well, or he actually I think he did two, but this one's the most known. Uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, he did some scores uh, for that as well. But this guy, I feel like as as much as his resume is pretty cool, uh, there is one funny thing where he just got totally owned. So he was supposed to do the score for Scary Movie 4, and he got rejected. And I think that, I don't know why, like <laughs> after this, this resume of awesome things that you did for Disney, Bad Boys... Uh, Criminal Minds, everything like that, and then he can't get on to Scary Movie Four to do the score for that. That's rough. I just, that's super rough. That's super rough. Um, but either way, I remember when I was writing these notes, uh, I was actually listening to the score over and over again uh, on YouTube because it just had this playlist of the speed score for some reason, and I, I was into it, so it was fine. Um, and I think sometimes you do need that to, you know, make the movie that much better. Yeah, definitely uh, very catchy. Like I, I yeah. Found myself going along with it, especially the the first intro sequence. You know, the three minute yeah. we mentioned earlier. Good stuff. Three, yeah, Solid. good stuff. Solid. Really got you into there when you saw all those names going down <laughs> the elevator shaft. Um, but there's actually only four tracks uh, on this soundtrack. When I say that, I mean like uh, bands that have actually played songs for this album or for the soundtrack. Uh, and two of them I don't even know, like the the Plim Souls and Carnival Strippers. I listened to these songs. I liked them. They're definitely 90s. Like, you can definitely feel like the 90s. Like, I felt like I was back in, like, elementary school when I when I listened to those two songs. And then you got the Jim Blossoms, who are famous for, I think it's Hey Jealousy, which is a really good song. But then the one that actually fit the most is Billy Idol's song called Speed. And it's, it's like him and a guy named Steve Stevens, which I think that's, I remember that because his name is Steve Stevens. Like, that also very, I don't know if it's an unfortunate name, but I'd be kind of mad if I was him. <laughs> Um, but his song, his songs, his song is called speed. And it's like the only one that fits like that cliche action movie song that needs to be in a movie and Billy Idol nails it with speed. So beautiful. Yeah. Uh, the only other thing that we had for that, uh, segment was that it actually won two Oscars. So if you ever say, man, like speed, did it win any Oscars? Hell yeah, it did. One for uh, best sound and best effects slash sound effects editing, which mm-hmm. I mean it was great. A lot yeah. of tire squealing, a lot of engine roaring, some explosions. Yeah. Just all in all, really rock solid stuff. So congratulations to that Deserved team. It. Yeah, Deserved it. Yeah, those Oscars, man. It's it's rare. I feel like for an action movie to to get that recognition. Mm-hmm. But good for them. Water cooler, water cooler talk. Oh yeah. Next segment we've got is the water cooler talk. This is the area where we're just going to like see like what kind of conversations would come up where, you know, you, you, your friend, you, you finally guilted him into watching this damn movie you've been talking about <laughs> forever. And it's the next day you're at work and you're like, all right, what did you think? What were the big takeaways for the film? And, um, you know, we had a couple ones to talk mm-hmm. about here. Um, for me, just loved the fact that it was so fast paced and like it felt like there was nothing extra in it. Um, yeah. When you think of the premise, it sounds ridiculously stupid. A bus (laughs) with a bomb on it, and it has to drive fast. And that's it. And everybody thought this was going to be a dumb movie. Um, There's a really great piece um, on Uproxx. I think I'm saying that right. Uproxx, you can Google it. Uh, It's a 20-year oral history of the passengers of the bus right on speed and uh they talk about their experience and it's really really well done they talked about that they all thought it was going to be really stupid and they were just excited to be in a movie though uh and uh (laughs) they were all like wow this went really well uh this one lady was talking about like i still get residuals and uh she's like super (laughs) jacked about it um and it sounded like they had a really great time and it felt like all the pieces kind of fit together you could make an argument that 
you know, clearly they were trying to make sure it was like a cross section of America on the bus with like you had all the races, <laughs> oh, yep, ages, yep. and genders. You know, it's like, oh, that's the token angry Latino guy. Here's the old <laughs> black couple, you know, like yeah, everybody yep. represented there, but they all kind of like really worked well together. It didn't feel like it was bogged down um, mm-hmm. with anything there. Um, some fun things from the piece they talked about were. Uh, the reactions, all the reactions were almost real because they, they talked about n- really not believing what they were seeing half the time. Yeah, in particular, yeah. where Keanu's character has to go under the bus on that, like, I don't, like yeah. a skateboard thing. I don't know. <laughs> he just goes underneath and they're like, there's no way he's actually going to do it. So they talk about that and the, the explosion, the big explosion at the end. Their faces are their real reactions because they really didn't know like, what was coming. They just were like, all right, be on the bus. And and react to this and then it was like this giant explosion and they were like holy shit oh, shit oh my god oh. <laughs> um and uh yeah i don't know just great great little little people in the cast um i loved mm-hmm. uh gigantor probably my favorite um you know uh carlos uh carrasco who um movie heads might know he was in uh, blood in and blood out uh, popeye it's probably his other famous uh role he talked about like playing bad guys all the time. He was always like the movie villain, the kind of scary larger Latino guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was excited to kind of play, not not the hero role, but like the nice nice guy being able to break stereotype. Uh, just really good article, definitely worth checking yeah. out. Um, I really love too that you know Alan Ruck is just in this movie. Uh, <laughs> you know, raising the question of. Is this just adult Cameron? What what do we think here? You know, Ferris Bueller yes. to this. Yes, af- absolutely. After he wrecked his dad's car, he moved to L.A., changed his name, and started a new life because he knew his dad was going to murder him because his dad was a piece of shit. <laughs> Very much a piece of shit. Yes. I just love I love the Alan Rex. Uh, yeah. So, good times. Yeah. Um, and- we mentioned this when we watched the movie, but is anything finished in L.A. during this movie? Well, that's the thing. I like to think, I like, to think like, you know how Wisconsin has its own problems with construction. Uh, that's like imagine LA, which is like a hundred times bigger than any little town of Wisconsin that has construction, and it's never finished here. So I don't even, I can't even imagine them ever finishing anything in LA. So yes, the monstrously bad luck of being on a freeway road that is not complete, and then also the one subway that you get on is also yeah. not complete at the end. Yeah, just, of course. I just was like, are you kidding me? Like at the end, like. <laughs> Oh, just good times. Mm-hmm. Um, and then finally, kind of got me thinking about this question. Um, you know, Keanu Reeves, Keanu Reeves here. When we think about Keanu Reeves, a lot of people just think like, oh, that's the dumb guy, right? He's like, whoa, you know, uh, you know, Bill and Ted, you know, he's not exactly the easy. He's got some real stinkers on the IMDb if you really want to search yeah. him out. But yep. he does have arguably... An incredible action movie resume. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it raises the question of, does Keanu Reeves belong on the Mount Rushmore of action movies? Um, you know, looking at his movies, we've got some real good ones. Point Break, mm-hmm. which is a phenomenal film. Uh, I'm talking the original, the OG, not the remake. Did not see the remake. Don't need to. The original is so good. <laughs> uh, Speed, which we've just been talking about this whole time. Incredible yeah. film. All three Matrix movies, you know, wherever you mm-hmm. stand on two and three, the first one alone, just a pinnacle of, of just great, great action film. I loved all three. I loved I all three Matrix movies. You know, I'll, I'll, I'm a fan. Uh, and yeah. then also the John Wick series has really just kind of vaulted this into like, I feel like legitimate consideration. Um, mm-hmm. An incredible trilogy, arguably some of the most intense, insane action you've ever seen. Uh, and so for me, it got me thinking like, oh man, who would I even put on my Mount Rushmore, right? So for me, like Tom Cruise has got to be up there. Like the man is just crushing it. He's like mm-hmm. 80 years old and he's doing all his own stunts. <laughs> just super impressive. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger is to me like the only one that goes from like the B tier list of like Stallone, Seagal, Van Damme. Because like his movies just got better with time and he was in action movies that were a little more serious than those uh, yeah. guys. Um, Harrison Ford has got some really good ones in there as well. I mean, maybe Will Smith too. Will Smith's got a lot of really good action films. Um, and I just, I don't know. What do, what do you think? I don't want to reveal what I, what I have to say yet. Okay. All right. All right. So first of all, uh, 
when I looked at your notes, you kind of owned me a little bit because I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go with Stallone, Seagal, Van Damme, and Schwarzenegger. And then you're like, oh, these B-tier guys. <laughs> I'm like, fuck. Okay, so we're going to have to uh, try that again. So I thought about it a little bit longer. And, uh, and the real answer to this question is you shouldn't ask me because I don't watch movies. I am the worst guy to ask for this action thing. <laughs> but, but my answer and it's going to be bad, and I can't wait to get shamed for it. Jason Statham, Bruce Willis, The Rock, and Jackie Chan. Ooh. You know what? There's some good ones in there. And I had a feeling, I was like, I'm forgetting so many people. The one that I feel like I'm the most ooh about, Jackie Chan. I love Jackie, Jackie Chan. Chan. Yeah. Does all yeah. his own stunts. There's definitely going to be a Jackie Chan movie coming before too long. Yeah, um, yeah absolutely. Yeah, really good. Okay, so Keanu is not on your Mount Rushmore. No, no. I think if The Rock wasn't a wrestler, it'd probably be Keanu Reeves. Okay. I mean, The Rock's got good stuff, too. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm going to put him on. Uh, okay. I'm going to say my Mount Rushmore is Keanu, Tom, Tom Cruise. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to put Arnold on there. Okay. Oh, oh my Uh-oh. God. Um, oh, the last one. The last one is tough. You know what? I like Jackie Chan. I'm putting Jackie Chan up there. Oh! I appreciate that. Look at you, that. you swayed me. Influencing. You, influencing. <laughs> Mike is a professional movie watcher. I am not. And I just influenced him you to do it, some a movie I can't thing. Believe, forgive me, Jackie Chan. I can't believe I forgot you. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the best around? Who didn't really bring the movie down? Next segment, we've got the You're the Best Around. Around. What was. Yes the best part of the movie for you who who was the best um see oh go ahead no no no. what do you think okay i i I really enjoyed all the side characters like the interactions uh with reeves uh were all perfect and on par for a cheesy but awesome action movie that includes like the lady freaking out in the bus who dies uh the guy in the jaguar and even his partner jeff daniels i think jeff daniels would consider a car uh a side character uh I also think Jeff Daniels' death was great. It was hilarious. Uh, and that sounds very bad, but it was because he almost pulled Jim Helper. If you don't know who Jim Helper is, watch The Office. Obviously, you know what The Office is. Because uh, he almost looked at the camera and just shrugged right before it blew up. And I was just like, that That would have been, I would have laughed. I would have been like, this one, this fits. I would have laughed. So the hard. face is incredible. The fact that yeah. that face is not like a meme, like a commonly used <laughs> meme at all. Uh, he just he and, and and also if we could like if we can nitpick something here for a second, the man is a SWAT team member with bomb experience, and they're going yep. to a guy's house who's a bomber, and nobody thinks to check is this house rigged with a bomb, and they all just like go in there, <laughs> and then they trip and they die. <laughs> Jeff Daniels, what oh, are you man. doing? And the face That's just funny. sums up all of it in that like five seconds. It's just his face, and he's just like, fuck. That's and it. then it explodes. <laughs> All right. I love it. Um, for me, I, I think it's got to go to Sandra Bullock for me. Um, okay. Cause that part could have been so bad. Like we mentioned, I mean, no offense to Ellen DeGeneres, yeah. but if she's in the mm-hmm. movie, it's got a completely different tone. If it's mm-hmm. just a girl who is, is pretty, who's just there to flirt with Keanu and be hot. That's super problematic. You know, Sandra Bullock, mm-hmm. obviously a beautiful woman, um, yeah. but she also has that, it factor and you can really tell she's elevating every scene she's not just the hot girl she's got real charm and charisma you can't help but root for her um the cast and crew all talked so like just glowingly about her and that that article that i read they just said that they were in love with her and audiences fell in love with her um you know she was coming off of demolition man which is Mm -hmm. kind of a cheesy action movie i don't think it's really that good her part in it was kind of meh as well have you seen demolition man I, I have. I was going to say, I almost said Wesley Snipes for the action nice. monument as well. Ooh. Interesting. About that. Interesting. Sorry, continue. Go no, no. Um, but she just really, this like kind of springboarded her whole career, right? This was it. This yeah. was the movie. Yep. Um, and so, you know, you know, Keanu Reeves also great. Um, I think Sandra Bullock just really made this movie what it became, which is this enjoyable movie mm-hmm. that we can rewatch over and over and over again. Yeah. Um, all right. I mean, I mean, yeah. If you take like the three top characters, you take Keanu Reeves, Sandra Bullock, and Dennis Hopper. Like, it's a this is a great movie. It's, like, yes. it's great. They all did phenomenal. So tell me something. Was it worth it? Was it worth it? Was it worth it? Our final segment. 
is the was it worth it segment. Um, <laughs> you know, you getting pestered about a movie, you know, you pestering your friends, you're always kind of curious. Would you recommend this to someone else? And if so, how? Or would you warn them to stay the hell away? Well, if you want a goddamn action movie, I tell you, this is what you want. Everything, like I said, over and over again is over-exaggerated. The explosions, the car jumps, all the, the cheesy action movie lines, all the badass action. Hell yeah, that is some good stuff right there. And I think, you know, it's a fun movie. And like, though we just broke it down right now, sometimes you just need to not think during a movie. And this is one of those movies. This is definitely one of those sit back and enjoy the ride movies. So I'd say... Yes, go for it. Watch this movie if you haven't. I'm probably like one of ten people that hasn't seen this movie. <laughs> All right, I'm I'm glad. I'm glad you loved it. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I, it's near and dear to my heart. I love it too. <laughs> um, all right well uh that is it for today's episode. Uh, I hope it was a fun ride with us. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Oh yeah. At where have you been? It's spelled goofy because you know what a common name that is. So uh, where. <laughs> W-H-E-R-E-H-A-V-U-B-E-N. Take out the E from have, spell you like a little kid, and you got it. Uh, you can like our <laughs> Facebook page, too, at facebook.com slash wherehaveyoubeen. Spell the exact same. Uh, feel free to send us recommendations or feedback. We would love to hear from you, um, you know, any movies that you think Ben might not have seen, or if you think a segment is great, or if you think it's really freaking dumb. We're just having fun here, just having a conversation. Just let us know. And uh, see you next time. Bye-bye.